0: the daily dribble and welcome back to the daily dribble podcast guys as always i'm your host nick you here back with another installment of our nbl focus show for another week this week looking at the start of free agency now I kicked off last thursday with i tell you what a hell of a bang um, there's been a couple of notable trades a couple of pieces moving to and froing across the nation uh as well as a, a potentially league-altering, let's say, trade uh, involving the Cairns Taipans and the Perth Wildcats, that I'll get into very momentarily. Um, but I tell you what, it is kicked off with quite a bang. I've said it the last couple of weeks. Despite the season being over, the news is still coming thick and fast. So certainly looking forward to getting into that one very, very shortly. Although before we do so, though, guys, a couple of quick housekeeping points. Once again, a big thank you to both Stadium Scene and the cover. Two tremendous networks doing tremendous things for not only us, but a multitude of other content creators across Australia, New Zealand, America, Canada. Uh, very, very thankful for all their continued hard work and support of us, um, as well as all those other content creators out there. We are very appreciative to both Stadium Scene and The Cover. As well, guys, continue to stay up to date with all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, as well as subscribing wherever you listen to the show, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify. Or if you're watching this one on YouTube, uh, be sure to subscribe there as well. You, uh, you'll you get quite a good look at my my fluorescent white shiny skull at the moment. Um, it's quite a, uh, a Jekyll and Hyde situation with me and the old lighting. I know last Friday night with Roe, uh, had a blast doing that episode as well, focusing on all the NBA teams, giving a compliment out to the teams whose seasons are about to end. Um, had a lot of fun doing that, but my skin had quite a nice... You know, a darker tanned complexion, which is accustomed to how I normally look on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but tonight, the old uh, the white glow is uh, these lights aren't doing any favors for me whatsoever. So, if you are watching on YouTube, have a giggle, throw a like, and drop a subscribe, guys. We really do appreciate it. Okay, without further ado, let's get into some odds and ends. Starting quickly with the news that the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix have signed Mike Kelly as their new head coach. He's a former head coach of the Cairns Taipans and most recently an associate head coach of the Perth Wildcats. He had some much-needed knowledge and experience to one of the younger franchises within the league. Um, granted, they've only been around a couple of years, but they've had quite, you know, qu- quite a good run, I would say, thus far. As a whole, they haven't, you know, climbed the top of the mountain yet. Uh, but for being one of the newer franchises within the league. I think Mike Kelly could be the piece that takes them to that next level. His wealth of experience as a player and coach I think will be able to really be showcased in the squad. Um, if Mitch Creek at the helm, you know pieces around him, I see no reason as to whatsoever that they couldn't go a step further than they did this year and at the very least make the playoffs. Um, and from there, who knows what will happen. but I, I think this is a really good appointment by the by the front office there, um, Mike Kelly, as I said, with with the Perth Wildcats there. He, he really brought a heart and soul to them um, there with Trevor Gleason as well. Uh, really formed quite a dynamic little tandem there. And, um, you know, I see nothing but positive things coming from this appointment for the Phoenix. So very well done there. In other news, Lavar Ball. Now, a guy who's somewhat been out in the wilderness the last probably six to 12 months, been quite, pretty quiet by his normal standards. Lavar Ball came out during the last week and made the claim that Leangelo Ball. The third of the three ball brothers wants to suit up for the Breakers next NBL season. Now we saw the pulling power that Lamello gained once once he came down here with the Illawarra Hawks, making his presence felt in the gong. It kind of coincided with the league and its really strong upwards growth trajectory. Um, as they say, any publicity is good publicity, and and Lamello gained quite a lot of that for the league. I see no reason as to why LeAngelo couldn't do something similar probably not quite on the same scale but he's a household name the balls are household names um you know the coverage I think this would gain paralleled with what the league's doing at the moment in terms of its quality in terms of its viewership I think it could just compound that growth so for me I would love to see this uh I think it would be great for the league great for ratings and I certainly think that LeAngelo could well enough hold his own within the league uh, and possibly push push for a spot in the NBA. So exciting things there. Moving ahead, Tom Abercrombie has signed with the Shanghai Sharks for the remainder of the 2022-2023 season in the CBA. There, the Chinese Basketball Association. I've I've mentioned it uh, quite a lot in in speaking with Rowan Lee. Um, I'm a hell of I'm a big fan of the league. It is some fun fun players in this, and Abercrombie now joining. Uh, He's got a team option to extend for the 2023-24 season, uh, but thus that will end his tenure with the New Zealand Breakers, a career that spanned 14 years, including four NBL championships, becoming the club's all-time points leader and appearance leader. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal career there in the NBL for Tom Abercrombie. Uh, It's a shame that he didn't go out there with the title a couple of weeks ago against the Sydney Kings game five. King's clutching up in that one off the back of Angus Glover. Uh, But nevertheless, Abercrombie has been an absolute stalwart for the breakers. He's been through the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, um, and certainly looking forward to seeing what he can do there in China. would love to see him go around again in the 2023-2024 season. But, you know, we'll go down in New Zealand basketball folklore. Incredible clubman, incredible player, and just, you know, a really, really tough-as-they-come guy who lays it all out in the court um, you know, couldn't be happier for him to have this opportunity and, and go out uh, go out with a change of scenery with the Shanghai Sharks. So fair play there to Tom Abercrombie. Finally, now this kind of just uh, opportune time with the free agency period coming up, or uh, well starting, should I say, but last week the league announced that the NBL salary cap was having an increase for the upcoming season of nearly 7%. Uh, It's now up to a tick over $1.8 for the upcoming season. And again, just reiterating, it really ties in well with the continued growth of the league from both a media content-consumed level uh, as well as fans in attendance. Now, across the grand final a few weeks ago, the attendance records were broken night in and night out. And again, it just speaks to the health of the league at the moment. Uh, As well, during last week, Larry Kesselman expressed his desire for for Gold Coast to be the next expansion team. And again, you know, that expansion is still at the forefront of his mind, just signifies what a great position the league's in. It's only two seasons since the Jack Jumpers came in, but it's it's kind of for Kesselman, what's next? And I, I love that. I love that mentality, and I think for him it's, it's a great time. It's a great time to kind of capitalize on the strength and the health of the league. For me, I've said it time in and time out, I truly believe behind the NBA, the NBL is... The second highest level in the world, um, you know. I'm I'm all for the CBA, the Chinese Basketball Association. There, shout out newest recruit Tom Abercrombie, but I believe the NBL is is second to none. Uh, it's really a phenomenal league, phenomenal players now, um, and it's great to see that salary cap increase as well. Guys, let's push ahead. Daily dribble, very good. Free agency, as I said, kicked off last week. Uh, There's only been a couple of real big notable talking points, a couple of other little pieces around the edges that I won't delve into too much, Um, but certainly expect over the coming week or two, there's going to be plenty more news, Uh, but I thought today would just be a a nice opportunity to kind of ease into the free agency period, speak about a couple of these more notable moves, uh, and then we'll keep you updated with everything going forward over the coming weeks. So let's start with the news that came out first. This was kind of the first kind of bomb to drop. That Luke Travers will depart the Perth Wildcats. Now, as I said, the first kind of piece of new, notable news that went down, uh, you know, a a Cleveland Cavaliers recruit there loaned back out to Perth this season for further development. It looks as if Melbourne United are, are reportedly very interested. Likewise, the Illawarra Hawks seem quite intent on putting a really good offer forth. Uh, this season he averaged 10 points, nearly six rebounds, three assists, one steal, and went 39% from three. Again, I think wherever he goes, he'll be hoping for a massive season to put himself in the forefront of the Cavs' front office. Um, in, in the forefront of their minds, should I say, to get a get a up? You know, I, I love seeing these Australians do big things on the global stage in the NBA. Uh, most recently, Xavier Cook's going over with the Washington Wizards. But it would be great to see Travers actually get a chance to, to showcase what he can do at the top level. Pardon me, I've just got the uh, the little coughs here. Um, but, yeah, I, this was a huge blow to Perth. But I tell you what, moving ahead, they responded in some fashion. This being the biggest piece of news coming out of free agency thus far, as I said, a league-altering move involving the Cairns Taipans and the Perth Wildcats reigning Back-to-back most improved player Keanu Pinder is officially joining the Wildcats. Now, after thriving under the Cairns Taipans the the past two seasons, should I say, um, he's transitioning out west, forming one of the most dynamic and, I think, deadly duos within the league, combining him and Bryce Cotton. Across last season, Pinder averaged 17 points, 9.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, and nearly a steal and a half a game. Till the injury put him out on the sidelines there, as well as most improved player. He was also one of the front runners from uh, most valuable player. So, you know, it just speaks to the level that his game is now at. He is one of the top couple of players within the league. Combining that with a multiple-time MVP in Bryce Cotton, I think they're going to be a super, super fun tandem, especially in that pick and roll. Once they start meshing together, they're going to be lights out, I believe. Um, As I said, certainly at this stage... You know, I probably see them as the most devastating joy within the league, and just from a pure fun perspective, they they are going to be must watch night in and night out. It doesn't matter who it's against; they are going to be must watch TV. And the scary proposition uh, is that there's also really strong talks that the Wildcats are intent on making this a big three by by aggressively pursuing Breakers superstar William McDowell White. Essentially, every club within the league is chasing McDowell White's signature, but the the Wildcats are really intent on signing him. Now, what did I say a couple of moments ago? The salary cap was up to one point eight million. These three alone would consume quite a quite a vast majority of that. But I tell you what, with that, if that would have hypothetically play out, that big three: Bryce Cotton, Keanu Pinder, and William McDowell White. I really think you know, without seeing any of the other moves that other teams are making, I would have them as the championship favorite already. So yeah, there you have it. How's that for a bit of news? Um, Pinder out west, even even with without McDowell White, Pinder and Cotton. Interesting to see what other pieces they put around those two. But even at that, I I think it's hard to uh, at this stage if you're picking title favorites without you know looking at the rest of the landscape too much. I would have them as the pick. Uh, without other moves being made, as it were, uh, that, that's going to be a tough, tough duo. And uh, for me, I'm going to be watching them very, very intently. Uh, certainly disappointed. I w- would have loved to have seen pinned it down down south with the Jack Jumpers, but uh, a great pick up for the Wildcats there. Missing out on the playoffs for the first time in nearly two decades last season. They'll be right back in and around the mix this season. In other news, Ariel Hacaporti re-signed with Melbourne United. After missing the entirety of the past season with an Achilles injury, Huckerporty will return as a next star for the upcoming season. In his first season with Melbourne United, he averaged 7 points, 5 rebounds, a block and a half a game on 52% from the field. Will no doubt, I think, be tasked to do a bit more on the offensive end in the upcoming season, but great to see him back in the league. I thought he was a real bright spark in, in his debut campaign. Uh, a big, big shame to see him go down before the ball was even bounced this season. So, you know, hopefully he can flourish next season. The Kings have kept their title winners. They've re-signed both Jalen Galloway on a three-year deal and grand final Game 5 hero Angus Glover on a game, on a two-year uh, new deal there. Now, for the Kings, losing Xavier Cooks, massive. Uh, but I like that they're really t- trying to keep a bit of continuity with this squad as they hunt that three-peat next season, um, what a phenomenal, phenomenal achievement that would be. The back-to-back in itself is so a phenomenal achievement, uh, but going for the three-peat here is really exciting. And both certainly deserving of new contracts there, in particularly Glover, who you know I, I think essentially he was, he was the guy that clinched him that title. Without him, I think the Bullets are currently NBL champions. Um, that's an alternate reality and it's, it's not the case. The Sydney Kings are back-to-back champions and, and Glover most certainly deserves that extension. Finally here, uh, the Brisbane Bullets have shot their shot during the week. Uh, that's a good line there, Nick. The Bullets have shot their shot. Great. There we go. English at its finest. But nevertheless, the Bullets have secured the services of a couple of Jack Jumpers players. Both Sam McDaniel and Isaac White have signed with Brisbane for the next two seasons – Plying their plying their trade in the uh, in the Sunshine State there, so they've gone from uh, the coldest state in Tas- in Australia to one of the warmest. Sammy McDaniel was the first ever player to be signed as a Jack Jumpers player, and was really fitting of our grit and grind mentality down here, very reminiscent of the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, grit and grind, baby. That's where it's at. Uh, whereas Isaac White came as an injury replacement from Illawarra this season and quickly became a fan favourite. We were super, super fortunate to have him on the pod last year. Tremendous bloke on and off the court. I certainly recommend going back and checking that one out if you haven't already seen it. Um, but it was just a delight being able to speak to uh, to Isaac there. His heart and his ability to kind of break a game open made him a really highly sought-after commodity uh, going into this offseason. And it's no surprise that a team snavelled him up. Uh, But to both those blokes, wish them nothing but the best. Look forward to tracking their respective journeys. It's a shame that it won't be with the Tassie Jumpers for the upcoming season, but no doubt whatsoever they'll both go on to do big things. Uh, As I said a couple of weeks ago, currently in talks to have Sammy McDaniel on over the coming weeks. Uh, He's just currently having a bit of quiet time, very, very well-earned quiet time in saying that. Uh, but currently in negotiations to get him on uh, on a pod in the coming weeks. So something really exciting to look forward to there. Guys, there it is. There's a couple of the big headline pieces out of free agency so far. As I said, over the coming weeks, I'll be sure to bring you all the latest news on the NBL free agency front. No doubt plenty more big news names on the move, I would suggest. Um, so a lot to look forward to there. Now, I think I said with road the other night as we were going off, off air. It's the same with the NBA, like free agency, the trade period. For us as basketball fans, it really is like Christmas. So I love it. Um, the content's nonstop. It's awesome for us. Can continue to put out pods whilst the season is in a hiatus. Uh, but the plan for next week on the NBL front, looking at doing a bit of a season's grading, basing each of the 10 teams on how their season went based on my expectations heading in. Uh, so certainly looking forward to doing that one. In other news, the boys will be back this Friday night, myself, Liam Rowe, to discuss everything from the NBA and the ever-approaching playing tournament. Uh, So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to the show, whether that's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other leading podcast providers to get that one as soon as it drops as well. Guys, that's it from me this week. Thank you very much for all the continued love and support. We really, really do appreciate it. Be sure to keep it coming. Until next week... Take care. Enjoy the off-season from the NBL. Enjoy the last couple of games of the regular season from the NBA. And we will talk to you very soon. Until then, bye.